This podcast represents my opinion and the opinion of my guests. This is not medical advice, and I am not establishing a patient-physician relationship with any listener. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only. And because each patient is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions you may have. Everybody, it's producer Seth. We were expecting Vanessa back today, but she is dealing with a bird in her house attacking her while she has a migraine at the same time. I don't know. She texted us, and I was like, "It's only twelve thirty p.m., and you're already having a fantastic day." And I'm here with Dr. Tadros. How you doing, Doctor? I, yeah, I told Vanessa, you don't have to make excuses if you don't want to show up. It's okay, Vanessa. We'll catch you next time. No, but she, yeah, she's going to be with us uh, soon, and we're looking forward to it. I'm doing very well, Seth. Thank you very much. All right, so you got a, a plane to catch tomorrow. And I'm going to drive. I forgot. Yeah, oh, I told I told driving. you I was going to Florida tomorrow, but we're driving. Yeah, oh, you're driving. To yeah, it's the old fashioned the old fashioned 1970s style. I need a station wagon uh, so we can and tie kids, all your stuff to the that's, top. That's right. Family have the kids. Uh, Kids seated in the back, facing the back, and the good old days—the good old days, uh, you know, with the real station wagon, Oldsmobile station wagon. Yes, uh, I remember that. me and my brother thought that was fun to ride in one of those and pretend we were reversing. <laughs> Got a kick out of that. So uh, let's talk. We did an episode about drowning. That's a right. While back, and we are going to do a, a little drowning part two, and this kind of ties into uh, mm-hmm. Florida and where you're going this weekend. Can you uh, just yeah. dive into that? I just—I said- didn't mean that's a pun. Dive into that. Yeah, no, it's all right. I understand. Well, you know, yesterday, uh, because, uh, you know, when you do searches, kind of remember some of your interests and it keeps popping up uh, information. So there was an updated yesterday that the 12 uh, drownings in Florida in the Panhandle, you know, this is uh, Fort Walton and uh, Panama City and uh, Rosemary Beach, that uh, the, the Panhandle, northern part of Florida. Um, they've had 12 drownings in the last two weeks, and they're all rip, uh, riptide or rip current-related drownings. This is something that, Vanessa, you and I had covered in episode number 15 about five months ago about our uh, reach, throw, row, don't go uh, episode regarding drownings. Uh, so this was kind of, you know, this is, uh, this is horrific. These are all preventable. Um, and, uh, and so let's talk about a little bit about this, just kind of up, up, update uh, and focus uh, instead of a whole session about uh, all sorts of different ways people drown and et cetera. We'll just focus about these rip tides or rip currents. Yeah. It's a scary topic for me. Have I ever told you how scared I am of water? No, no, I, I did really not know. I am very scared. Like a public pool is okay or something like that, mm-hmm. even though I'm not really in like sharing water with a bunch of people in a small area. Too, <laughs> might as well just be taking a bath at some point. <laughs> I, I've always told myself if the, the amount of chlorine to make me feel good would make it uh-huh. where I couldn't swim in it anyways, it burn you, your eyes You want to sterilize everything? You want to, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you mean. when it comes to like rivers, lakes, I see this big like deep, right. dark, you can't see what's in there. That's right. You don't know the exact depth, and that's always kind of freaked me out. Yes. Yeah. Well, ever since Jaws back in whatever it was, late 70s, uh, yeah, people are afraid to look under the water to see what's coming up to nibble at their toes. But but seriously, though, uh, the the drownings, and this is, uh, and of course, these are not pool drownings, but we're going to talk about is the beach drownings, this is the ocean. And, you know, uh, the, the, Gulf, uh, the Gulf of Mexico, uh, where, 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 which touches the, the beautiful uh, white sand beaches that I'm going to be talking about in, in, uh, in uh, northern uh, Florida and the Panhandle, uh, usually very flat, calm water 
pristine kind of clear water, white sand beaches. Uh, it's not a big place to 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 to, to, to surf, etc. So no people I think feel calm, uh, feel safe. And certainly in the last uh, few weeks, when with the heat, more people are hitting the beach and and going out into the water. Um, but this is an NBC News uh, uh, article that I'm looking at from June the 28th, which is yesterday, and it was updated just about five hours ago. And I'm going to read a little bit of it. Um, it says, De- deadly rip currents are to blame for a dozen apparent drownings over the last two weeks on the Florida's uh, on Florida's panhandle where there aren't enough lifeguards to keep beachgoers from venturing out into the water despite red flag warnings, experts say, what was said Wednesday, which is the day before yesterday. Or, yeah, actually, it was yesterday. Um, so there, the, part of the struggle here is that about about uh, about the lifeguards. But of course, uh, you don't need a lifeguard if you don't get into trouble first. So uh, what what we're going to talk about here is uh, seven of the twelve deaths were reported in Panama City Beach, which now has the highest number of apparent drownings in any single locale in the United States this year. All fa- uh, what's important here is all fatalities were men ranging in age from 39 to 68. And sometimes they're the primary drowner, sometimes they're the ones going out to try to save somebody else, and they drown, and, and the rescuer himself uh, drowns. Uh, by comparison, as of Wednesday, which is yesterday, there's been a total of 60 apparent drownings in the entire country. Uh, as of yesterday, before uh, there were 60 drownings in the whole country, and uh, now we have 12 of them uh, just in this one uh, stretch of beach in uh, Florida. Uh, so this is, kind of, this is kind of big news, uh, and some warning for all of us. Um, so, uh, uh, the, the Bay County Sheriff, uh, Tommy Ford, uh, whose, ju- whose jurisdiction includes Panama City Beach, said on the department's Facebook page Sunday that beachgoers who flout the law and have to be rescued by his deputies are partly to blame for the, tr- quote, tragic and unnecessary deaths in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, so, uh, so uh, while this uh, many reported drownings in such a short period of time is unusual, uh, it's uh, it's been recorded uh, 195 uh, rip current deaths since 2002 in the uh, the Panhandle. So 195 uh, in the last 21 uh, 21 years. Uh, so uh, this is a kind of a focal area where people feel relaxed because it's typically calm uh, water and uh, and nice beaches, uh, flat beaches. And uh, whenever we have certain conditions with winds, and uh, uh, then that it tends to bring these currents, these riptides or rip currents that shoot a jet of water on the surface and a little below the surface, straight out from the beach, straight uh, outwards. So people panic because they're getting sucked out into the middle of the ocean, not really the middle, but a few a few hundred yards sometimes out. And, they, and if they're not strong swimmers and if they're panicking, uh, <clears throat> Uh, they get into trouble. Remember, you can't swim against this uh, riptide, this this surface current that's pulling you out away from the beach. You have to you have to wait and let it pull you out. And then when you're out, dozens if not a few hundred yards, it'll it'll peter out, and then you can swim uh, to the side and back in. Or while you're being pulled out, you can swim out to the side of the uh, of the riptide or the rip current and and, and go back in. Uh, former NFL quarterback Ryan Mallett became the latest apparent drowning victim Tuesday when he was pulled unconscious from the water in Destin. Uh, uh, so this is a, even if you're a big, strong guy, and this is a really big problem, doesn't automatically mean you're a strong swimmer. Remember, even if you're a strong swimmer, you can't win, you can't win against a, a four-mile-an-hour mi- current. This is ex- extremely—four miles an hour is just a fast walk for you and me on, on dry land. 
on flat ground, but four miles an hour, you can't really, most of us can't swim against that. So you have to go swim it to the side so you can avoid uh, the, 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 the current pulling out. Um, so it's a deadly combination of very hot weather and rough water conditions that set up red flag conditions. Uh, and, and the rip currents start at the beach. You don't have to swim out a few dozen yards for, for it to catch you. It starts very close to the, uh, for the beach. So it's important that your kids who may be at knee deep water and stuff like that, uh, you know, they can be also sucked out. Yeah, uh, I remember we were in Florida when I was, I want to say I was about 10 years old. Yeah. And it couldn't have been more than up to my waist, maybe. Mm-hmm. And we're hanging out, and all of a sudden it just starts. You know, this was in Cocoa Beach. Yeah. And it just starts pulling. And I was, it's just a creepiest, scariest little feeling there mm-hmm. for a second. I was like, oh, like that was. Yep. Like I felt like all of a sudden I was helpless for a moment. Yes. And that the ocean was like, you're mine now. But then I was able to just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, swim back uh, again. Absolutely. A bit. But yeah, it definitely is a. Yeah, a it, creepy, scary feeling. Yeah, it's it slips. Yeah, it's, it's not heavy. This is not it's not big surf. It's not heavy. It's not heavy crashing waves. Uh, so it's extremely important to to be aware that this is happening. Uh, where a lot of people are going to be vacationing. We're just in, you know we're just at the beginning of summer here, uh, so people are going to be vacationing there. Uh, for uh, so uh, be well aware. And this is the problem. People go to the beach so they can relax, so they can take their eyes off their kids because the kids are nearby. They're playing in in, in sand uh, on sand and stuff like that. But uh, and so you think everything is safe. You occasionally look up, or you're reading a book, or you're drinking, or whatever it is that uh, you're relaxing with fam- friends and family. But the problem is, if anybody's in or near the water, they need be, need to be watched. Um, so, and it's it's hard. It's hard because other people then have to be on duty to watch other people who are, are playing in and near the water. Remember, the people that are uh, they're they're, they're drowning here or drown drown here in just the last couple of weeks were men uh, uh, in their thirties to sixties. So this is not even children. So uh, please remember that. Good. I think that kind of covers uh, some of the stuff that we wanted to. Uh, we always want people to all call and ask questions. Um, um, we wanted you to be situationally aware um, in all sorts of situations, but especially this in uh, this condition uh, when you're supposed to be relaxing, having a good time. So uh, uh, how do we prepare, though? Like you said, sure. You know, even if you're a big, strong guy, mm-hmm. well, that means it's pretty much anybody That's right. can either drown or learn how to swim and learn how to swim to the uh, right. ability where they can save somebody else. Like my niece. She's an 18-year-old little skinny girl, but she's a lifeguard. Like sure. She can save you uh-huh. from drowning. She, she's trained in this area. So uh, t- talk a little about uh, how do we prepare ourselves. So uh, first is uh, is that the area that you're going to sp- be swimming in, they have flags, green, yellow, red. Uh, there are flags that tell you about the the weather conditions, water conditions, turbidity, how cloudy it is, uh, uh, all sorts of different conditions, seaweed, uh, 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 sea life, uh, kelp, and other things. Uh, so th- th- it, it kind of warns you. So to take it seriously as you're walking onto the beach, uh, past the showers, past the, past the bathrooms, or walking on the walk down, they should have uh, uh, signs uh, that show you what's happening. That's the first thing. Take it seriously. Uh, that's the first thing. Number two, learn how to swim. Uh, at our last uh, our, our last podcast, podcast number 15, Vanessa and I forgot to say drown proofing is a um, large part of it is learning how to swim. You don't have to be an Olympic style swimmer. You need to be able 
how to float, float in, in situations where panic uh, uh, tends to set in, and you need to be able to be able to swim at some competent uh, level. Um, and whether you join a swim team, whether you join a swim club, whether you take lessons, it's important. Adults also, and Vanessa and I both uh, taught swim lessons to adults, just like you, people are afraid. They're afraid to put their face in the water. They're afraid to go anywhere beyond you know waist deep or uh, knee deep and stuff like that. Uh, people think that they don't have to learn how to swim just because they're on a boat or on a dock and stuff. The answer is absolutely. Anywhere in and around the water, uh, is uh, you need to be able to uh, drown proof in order, in other words, be, be situation aware and know how to swim. Um, yes, swimming can involve, you know, if you fall into water with clothing, uh, if, the, if there's nobody else around you, et cetera, there's a different, there are different conditions that are, even if you know how to swim, that are, is quite difficult, uh, but, uh, but that's learning that's one of the important things and once again you don't have to you don't have to know four or five strokes you just need to know one or two basic strokes plus being able to float float in different positions and different you know on your back or with your face down um, and be able to take a breath uh, so this helps you if you get a cramp if you're if you're tired uh, if you're having breathing problems or anything like that if you're able to float it's, it's life-saving literally um, and you learn all these things whether you uh, you, uh, you you whether through swim class classes or, uh, or swim clubs um, or swim teams, <clears throat> several of these things, not everything, uh, but also uh, their basic, their basic life, uh, life uh, or their basic uh, lifeguard classes. You don't have to become a lifeguard to understand some of these uh, concepts, just like people take uh, basic life support and advanced life uh, support to learn how to do CPR and stuff like that. Just swim classes, we have the equivalent for that, for being able to to, 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 uh, to help yourself and others in, in danger situations. Remember uh, kind of the motto that we that, that we talk about is reach, throw, row, don't go. Unfortunately, these men that went, uh, some of these men that went out to rescue loved ones or relatives, other people, uh, they, 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 they went. They went into the dangerous area, the, the rip currents, and they got into trouble themselves. So the, to reach is if they're with with a pole, with a towel, uh, with your arm, with your leg, but where you're safe. This is oftentimes at the side of a pool, but you can do this also at the beach. Throw, you throw something that floats, uh, whether it's floaties or life preserver or a ring buoy, or, or, or a, um, a lot of people have uh, um, um, uh, chest uh, like a cooler or a chest uh, and stuff like that so that it kind of for people to grab and then uh row if you a lot of people can row out make sure nobody can tip you over or else both of you're gonna be in trouble uh, but the idea is don't go because this is what's been happening is that we have people going out there that are marginal swimmers or weak swimmers or they've been drinking and they can't swim very well uh on top of that and get into trouble trying to help other people and then instead of one person drowning two people drown and stuff like that so yeah uh, but yeah, take take the the, the, the flags seriously uh, that uh, that are marked uh, on the beach. Remember, there's only a handful of lifeguards. Uh, you vast majority of beach is not within a good eye shot of a lifeguard. Uh, so uh, you other people, other adults, other responsible people, responsible people have to be aware of uh, of the people around them and what's happening there. And the other thing is sometimes um, if you see somebody that's doing something foolish or somebody may get into trouble, you have to speak up. I know it's embarrassing. I know people sometimes get angry that your, your nose is in their business, but just say it out loud. Say, "Hey, you know, this is all I'm worried about, and this is." And I was wa walking out the water. I was watching it for my kids or whatever, my family, and and I can see that your, your family member or their friend maybe you know may get into trouble pretty quickly. So it's okay to say some things like that politely, just briefly, um, and go from there. Um, yeah. 
I did some drown proofing in the army. Yeah. How did they do it with you? Yes. Well, we are in a pool and you have your gear on and they spin you around and throw you in and you got to strip it off. And then there's also a part we have to like backstroke with a rifle. I think 20 yards or something. Yeah. You have to just do a couple different things. We're not Marines, so it's not something we do all the time. It's like once or twice, I think. Yeah. During your entire career, you'll have to do drown proofing Mm -hmm. in the army. Not a ton of fun, but... Yeah, because I'm like I said, I'm not a big water guy. I can't. Mm-hmm. I have to stay moving. I can't yeah. understand the people who can like tread water for like an entire day. I couldn't do that. I gotta. I gotta keep moving. Treading water. Treading water is uh, all this. It doesn't matter what your body style is, body habitus is, how much muscle, how much uh, fat. That uh, all these things are, are possible. Whether it's floating, uh, treading water, which is uh, your your chest and head uh, straight up in the water, and you're moving your arms and legs to keep your chest, uh, your tops of your shoulders and your head and your neck above water, or, or floating on your back so that your face is above uh, water with your rest of your body floating or dangling below. Yeah, uh, slightly below the surface. All these things are doable, and without life preservers, etc. So this is, by the way, um, uh, personal flotation devices, PFT, uh, PFDs. Uh, these are life preservers and stuff like that. Whether you're water skiing or snorkeling or or or, or just in a boat, uh, are are extremely important. Uh, a lot of people just have them in the boat. They don't. They'll have them on because it's hot and stuff like that. Uh, but but the problem is is that um, when you need them. And you can't swim, and you fall out of the boat, or the boat flips, or somebody hits you, uh, hits the boat, etc. Uh, then it's very hard to f- be able to find one and put it on. Uh, so uh, that's that's the other thing that I want people to recognize. Yeah, good. All yeah, right. Thank well, you. Stay safe during uh, your time in Florida. That's right. Absolutely, and I will. Everybody, uh, thanks for tuning in and listening. Notyourdoc.com for past shows and your amazing blog dr tadras you can contact us there at the website or not your doc pod at gmail.com again stay safe in florida everybody out there stay safe as well and uh we'll see you again thanks doctor look after each other bye now thank you this previous podcast represents my opinions and the opinions of my guests. This is not medical advice, and I'm not establishing a physician-patient relationship with any listener. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each patient is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions that you may have.